Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I know you're out there. I can feel you now. I know that you're afraid. You're afraid of us. You're afraid of change. I don't know the future. I didn't come here to tell you how this is going to end. I came here to tell you how it's going to begin. I'm going to hang up this phone, and then I'm going to show these people what you don't want them to see. I'm going to show them a world without you. A world without rules and controls, without borders or boundaries. A world where anything is possible. Where we go from there is a choice I leave to you. Where we go one, we go all, Patriots. Welcome back to the People Power Hour. This is Vince Edwards campaigning for Sheriff in Costilla County. We're going to try and free the people, restore the Constitution, and establish freedom, liberty, and justice for all. Yeah. I'm fired up this morning, people. I got a big show for you. And then I might have a little bit of a teaser about Roger Stone. Man, I'm just waiting to hear back from a friend. I don't have permission to say who it is that might be talking to him. But I started up a tweet. And it was about, will Roger Stone be calling today? Now, obviously, folks, you know that if this man gets involved, that these Costilla County people are going to drop this stuff so fast it'll make your head spin. And that's really what I'm after here is public pressure. That is the only thing that's going to save myself or any of these other off-gridders from this wrecking machine, this this wrecking ball that's coming at us out here uh, in the off-grid areas and people that basically want that we're on their last financial rope, you know, they they had just an RV left and where's a place to get some land? I just need to get some land somewhere we can just stop moving. And speaking as one of those people, I had lived on probably six or seven or eight other different properties before I had went come out here and I got my own piece of property. So 
I had many problems where I was running into code enforcement issues everywhere I would go, almost. It, like most of the places I would go, there would be a code enforcement issue. Uh, one place I was staying uh, up in Michigan uh, on a, with, with a wood mill. Three brothers owned a wood mill. Really great place. I loved it. I could stay on the property. They own uh, this property here, that one across the street, and then the wood mill, and then over here. So uh, it was really great. Uh, I, I stayed there, and I just walked to work every single day. And I did that for about eight months. Uh, then I decided to move to Colorado when pot legalized because I am, I'm a pothead. Okay. I like to smoke pot. Um, I'm, I'm a motivated pothead though. I like to work. Uh, I like to use it as a, you know, relax break thing, you know, uh, in, in, at home at night. Um, there's nothing wrong with it in my opinion and that's my opinion and it's my body and I can do what I want with it so when Colorado said they're they're going to legalize it for recreational purposes I was like heck there I'm there I'm going to go there I'm going to support the economy and uh, I think that's a really great thing that they're doing for freedom so now one of the things that uh, folks that probably don't understand uh that are that do smoke pot and they live in states where it's illegal is that regardless of whether you're 30 or 40 or 50 you still feel like a teenager you still feel like you're a bad individual and uh you, you're you're gonna get in trouble and you always got to look over your shoulder and the popo's gonna get you and, and one of the things that's really great about moving to a state where it's recreational is that you, you're no longer a teenager anymore. Like at the age of 47, I'm now no longer a teenager, finally. And I'm just as respectable as everybody else, to a point. Except for the fact that there's major discrimination going on against off-gridders and they're using the pot uh issue to kind of demonize us they're, they're using water issues to demonize us and we use way less water than anyone in town i mean anyone who's flushing their toilet and running their laundry machine and doing their dishes and taking showers every single day is using got to be at least a hundred times more water than what i'm using on a daily basis so the water issue is a non-issue. And what they were doing is there is a guy in town who has a well and he was actually kind of upset that they were shutting off his well access, people's well access. Well, the sheriff went out there and they locked up the gate and they said, you can't have this water anymore. This water on this man's private property. And these people really, they don't know the law. They don't know their rights. They just know that these guys are the bosses and they have to do what they're told. So then they said that it was the off-gridders that were using up all the water and that's why they had to lock up the well. So now you get all of the locals that are pissed off at the off-gridders for using up too much water and that's the reason they can't get water. But no, the reason they can't get water is because the sheriff's locked up the well. And the reason why they were locking up the well is because what they wanted to do is create this division between the locals and the off-gridders because the off-gridders were disturbing the constituency in the county. 
we had again 1600 off-gridders that were added to a county of 3400 people that's a huge constituency shift when you figure that the former inhabitants were all mostly liberal 75 percent and then you add 1600 off-gridders there's a major major power shift that's uh brewing now i was just reading on the alamosavert valley courier i couldn't even find a date on the article or anything like that but i guess there's another relative of andy espinoza who's running for sheriff and there's actually a whole bunch of sheriff candidates is is the word on the street there's a, a handful of them but I actually feel like the more the merrier, because if you split up the family vote, and then you split up the sheeple vote, then I'm going to get all the people that are awake and the conservatives that, that have moved out here if I can just get out there and talk to them. Now, one of the people that's been extremely supportive of me is Charles, my friend Charles, and you're going to hear from him very shortly. I'm very, very excited to be able to bring him to you because you're going to understand more of why I decided to stand up and fight for these people. Now, unfortunately, I stood up to fight for these people and then most of them moved away. Most of them got run off when I was in jail for nine months and there's not many of us left. So that's another reason why I'm looking to import a whole bunch of patriots in a very short period of time and take back this country, this, 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 this for America. Take back, the, I say this country, I almost misspoke because I feel like I'm in a different country. I feel like I'm in a foreign country that this is not America. And they definitely are not running anything by any kind of American rules. So before I play that for you, I want to get into a little bit more about what might be happening. Uh, I've got a friend, he says, I'll be sitting at his private table. That's about as much as I can give you right now. Uh, but, but he's supporting a certain congressman and Roger Stone is going to be there. Uh, so I might be able to uh, get an audience with Roger Stone and possibly get this story on InfoWars. So uh, if you're listening to this program, please get this out to five patriots by word of mouth, not just by retweeting this or something like that. We need to, we need to get this information out so we, this can be exposed. We can create this beachhead here in Costilla County. And then another thing is, and I'm not going to I'm not going to talk about numbers right now, but I do have some people that I'm talking with right now. They're saying, yeah, I'm calling all my friends uh, over here. They're saying I've got a couple people tentatively saying that, that they're going to be here. So I need more people to say that they're going to roll. And when I'm, if I see 50 cars, if they see 50 cars in this 20 acre lot over here and they see just everybody pitching tents and everything just coming to support what's going on and they see the because they know they're wrong okay but they got to keep it under wraps they can do whatever they want to me they can shove me up in doc they can have one of their cartel buddies shank me and then it's over and then they can clean out this valley they can have you know the rich people move in here get paid you know have them pay lots of taxes that's what they want to do and you know 
as I've said before, the rich people don't want to move in here if they got to live around poor people. But the funny thing is, not funny, but the irony is, had they not ever harassed me, I'd be a lot further along, and this place would be looking a lot better than it does right now. As it is, I have to do stuff without without power tools. So, um, shout out to uh, a good friend of mine out there. I won't name his name because I'm going to say what I what I uh, put on my Christmas list is uh, there's a turbine out there for 228 bucks. Um, it is on Amazon, but it's hard to get anything else out here because uh, we're way out in the middle of nowhere. Uh, but it is 400 watts and it's 228 dollars. And man, that would be so freaking awesome if there's anybody out there that's got an extra 220 but 28 bucks wants to support the off-grid movement out here um you know i mean i'd be charging batteries like a couple people's batteries that would be coming over here um to help them out too because there's like nowhere to charge your stuff either um Ah, so I really appreciate you listening and uh, subbing the channel. I need some more channel subs. We're only at about like 128. I need people to start firing out that sub link to people. Uh, get this information out. If we if we want to ever have a constitutional sheriff in this in this country, I, we can do it right now. We don't have to wait another 20 years. I mean, I want to restore the constitution immediately. I don't want to just move all the, I don't want to move the goalpost. We we can just score a touchdown right now. All you got to do is roll. If you got nothing to do, you got nothing going on, you, you, you're not working like a permanent job. You got like a week to come out here, even if you're not going to be here on April 2nd. Do you have a week to come out here and, and camp out on the property and show your support and show county that your vehicle sitting here going, yeah, I'm, I, I got Vince. I got his back. Um, without further ado, I'm going to make a quick introduction here. And this is, again, my friend Charles. He's a great guy. Um, he, he will take his shirt off his back to help you out. He is the man that is probably the reason why I'm alive to be able to talk to you right now. Because one of the things I was able to do when I was in jail was to be able to call out on that jail phone and talk to somebody because somebody was good enough to be able to put money on my phone. And I always, I never abused it. I just, I would call once a week and I just give him the update, let him know how I'm doing, what, what's going on in the jail. And he, and he would get everything and it would go over that jail phone. So they knew what was going on and they knew that Charlie knew everybody in the Valley. And if something were to happen to Charlie, there's a whole lot of people that would be asking questions and that would get real big, real fast. So this man is probably the man that kept me alive. And so uh, God bless Charlie. And uh, he's he's been in the fight for a very long time. And he's one of the folks that just originally just kind of, you know, helped me stand up to all this stuff out here when I just wanted to kind of lay low and keep my head down too. But we've need, we, we can't do that. They're going to come for us one at a time if we all keep our heads down, folks. 
So I need the Patriots to rise right now. And if you're going to call yourself a, a three percenter, if you're going to call yourself a Patriot, the only reason you're not here is because you don't have an, if, enough information. If, if I gave you enough information and you understood how critical the situation is here, where they're trying to take our property rights and our free speech. Okay, a felony for a Facebook post and felonies because I'm, I'm just asking them, where's the warrant? And they want to say it's menacing. I'm menacing them because I'm just asking them about a warrant. And then they, and then they try to rush me. I go in, lock the door and I, and I say, don't come in. I'm armed just to, just to stop them from breaking down my door. So, um, I think Charlie is going to be able to really explain it to you in a in a way that that folks are going to understand the, the 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 types of good people that are out here that are trying to make a new start and they're just getting stepped on by these locals here that that only they don't care about America or Americans uh they they just want the, like their family members here to run everything and it's going to be a dictatorship and that's how Costilla County is going to be run if any of these family members are running it because they're going to get in there by the votes of their people and then those people are going to be owning whoever the sheriff is. That's just a natural fact. So I need imports, imports of patriots to come in here. This is not Mexico. It is still America. So roll and uh, without further ado, here's my friend Charles. I've got trial April 2nd, and we've got, uh, I'm not going to name his name, but we've got one neighbor over here that's on probation and basically took a plea, so he's totally out of the fight, and then we've got another neighbor over here, and I'm talking about right over here, Charlie, right, um, and I don't know what they're doing. And then we got some new people that just moved out into here. And, and you were just saying there's like few people left. Yeah, ain't a few people left. I mean, everybody else gone. And would you, do you think that there was probably, while I was in there for the nine months, I saw a lot of off-gridders in and out of there when I was, when I was in jail. Did you do you think that there was a lot of that activity where they were running a lot of people out when when I was in there for nine months? Yeah, well, like you say, they're either gonna uh, make you do what they want you to do, or they're gonna lock you up. Mm -hmm. That's what they say. So, and so and so they so they came over to your place just recently with the with the cease and desist order. Is it, did it said cease and desist on the top, or or no? It's just papers and saying you got to go to some hearing, right? Yeah, for the uh, wastewater treatment system. They say you got to have a wastewater treatment system. Right, and how much did they say you got to basically spend on that? Well, mine going to be about $20,000 because okay. I'm on all these rocks. Right. So you're not allowed to live on your property out here unless you buy a $20,000 septic system. That's what they say, yeah. If you pay for it, your property, then they say you can't live on it. Then you do what they want. And I mean, that's what we're facing out here, people, is we've got pirates that are literally coming out here and making you buy services in order to live on your property. And they're blaming it on 
public wastewater saying that we're doing our waste wrong and it's a public health thing. That's how the that's the excuse that they're using. But I dry compost my waste right now because I don't have a regular toilet. Um, and I can't spend $97 on a porta potty. So that's actually a, a healthier way to do it. So I, I, you know, um, it doesn't, their argument really falls uh, short when you consider where we're, where we are. I don't see how I could be endangering any of the public, even if I was like processing nuclear waste over here. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I mean, this, you're far away from everybody. You know, I mean, obviously nuclear waste has some, has some mileage to it, but you know, not that I'm doing any of that, but I, you know what I'm saying, Charlie? Oh yeah. But he said the day, uh, we mentioned, uh, compost toilet, but they say it can't, that's not allowed. You gotta have wastewater treatment system. You know, nothing short of that. And really what that is, is just something to run off the poor people because they want rich people here. Wouldn't you say? That's what it is. It's, it's to run off poor people because they yeah, want rich it, people here. Yeah, true. But they're selling the land at a reasonable price. And they say that they don't want you here, but they sold the land to the realtors. And that the realtor business to resell it to get his money back. But they could have bought the land themselves before the realtors got it. But to let the realtors get it, and now they don't like the people coming out here. So the excuse they use, like you say, is the wastewater treatment system, right? Through the health department, right? So there, so yeah, and, and we're way off grid, out in the middle of nowhere. We're not in some like right in the in there in town where it would be like an eyesore for everybody. I mean, uh, you know, I clean up my property. Um, you know, when I see stuff blowing out there and whatever. So I mean, I I don't under I don't know where to go with this right now, other than to say that we, we've got people that, that want to run us off our property and they're using these these public health excuses. And then uh, I even have that documentation in the emails where they say they're going to use the public health codes to greatly hinder our ability to remain on our properties. Right, Charlie? Yeah, but that just like in the town of Alamosa, when I first came out here, that, that water should have been way more pure than it was, and it killed seven or eight people the same week I got here almost. So they're not really doing that well in the city, and at least the people out here is living, and like you say, they're clean, and the nearest neighbor, at most cases, is half a mile or further away. Right. So nobody's crowded up underneath each other right now anyway. Right. So, I mean, there's no public health emergency where they need to be doing this kind of dictatorial stuff where they're requiring people to pay $18,000 for a septic system. And then how long have you lived out here? You've lived out here for how many years now? I've been out here for nine years. So nine years, you've lived out here, and then all of a sudden they're going to come along and say, pay $20,000 for a septic system or you got to go. Well, you got to go. That's what yeah. they say. And Charlie, you're a veteran, right? Yeah. So what was your uh, tour? Of, what was your basic tour of duty? I was in the Army for hmm. three years, from 1971 to 75. 
Right on, right on. And you were you were honorably discharged. Correct. Right on. And this is what they're doing to Americans, folks. You know, just basically, it's also a racism thing. Do you want to speak about the racism, Charlie? Yeah, well, I'm not racist, but I mean, it shows in most adult people that have. Uh, you know, I'm talking about out here between the county officials and us out here, like racism against off-gridders. Oh, yeah, well, they say they're going to run the off-gridder law. Say they used to do it with 30-hour sixes. And then the one guy say, we got money and we got riches of all kinds, but we don't want no scumbags around. So they call all the off-gridder scumbags, and nobody did nothing about it. They just put it on the front page of the paper mm-hmm. so everybody else will understand and know, but it, the law didn't do anything about it. So they literally printed this that were scumbags on the front page of what the Alamosa, the, uh, the Valley Courier, Alamosa Valley Courier. Do you remember roughly about what date that was? I guess it was in September, right after. Uh, okay, September two thousand fifteen. Yeah. Right. When they had their first meeting. Right on. It was where they had the sign. At the first meeting, mm-hmm. the guy was parading the sign up and down the street. Right on, right on. Well, all right, so now I want America to understand the situation that, that I'm in, that you're in, that all these other people are in, and, you know, they're, they're either just basically having to cut deals because they're up against a just a massive system that's just going to crush you no matter what. Um and what is your, well, I mean, what's your financial situation like right now, Charlie? What What's going on with you? Right now, I'm having a problem with the VA itself after I served the country and tried to protect the country from communism and all this other stuff that's both been bad for the country. They're they taking my money, and I enlisted into the service to help out for freedom. But I haven't had no freedom or no money since I've been out. So I worked and stayed in there long enough to get my Social Security. And now they're taking $168 of my Social Security, claim I owe that to the VA. And I haven't borrowed no money from the VA. And the VA haven't really paid me the money that they owe me for the service I rendered. And then you had a pension with the VA, correct? Yeah, but that wasn't that still wasn't uh, um, equal to what I did for them for working. Right, but you had a you had payments coming in monthly uh, over a pension from your service, right, in the military. Yeah, but that's saying, but it, now they claim that I had to pay this money back. That's what we're saying. And then they stopped paying you your pension. Why did they stop paying your your pension, Charlie? Well, they claim they stopped paying me because I signed up for Social Security at sixty two, and they said I couldn't get both. And then I went to the nursing home. Then and I they got, could have informed you, right, that if you waited till you were 65, you would have got both. You would have had your pension and your Social Security. Oh, yeah, they could have, but they didn't. Yep. So now what happened in the nursing home just recently? Well, no, I was in the nursing home with my fourth bit foot. It kept me in there for four months. It didn't, they didn't really help me that much, and then it made me pay every month. Yep. With my whole $1,000 that I was getting from Social Security. And, and I'm gonna, and I'm glad you brought this up, Charlie, because we were talking about this one day. You had, you got frostbite while I was in jail, 
right on these bogus charges and i live right down the street from you over on road 12 here and you probably would have came to my house you wouldn't have walked all the way down the the back road you know to your place you probably would have came over my place and at least warmed up for a minute you know so i mean you 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 didn't have that option i mean and this was just that really really bad winter so um there's that too but but you were in the nursing home uh for for how long four months and then they're still messing with your money too right i had to pay i had to pay my whole social security benefit check to them to stay there and then when i got out while i was in the nursing home the, uh, the veteran service worker wrote a letter to the debt management center in minnesota and then when I got out, they, they, that's when they started taking $168 out, say I owe them money and I don't owe them no money. That you owe the nursing home money? No, that I owe the debt management. So oh, the, for the VA so saying that you owe them money because, like, we paid you your pension and we shouldn't have paid it to you. But they they didn't even really say. They haven't ever actually really said. You're right. They haven't really given a real reason why they're right. taking my money. So far, the only reason we've received is your pension... Uh, and compensation benefits package has changed. Therefore, we're changing. We're changing things. I mean, it was just like three lines in one paragraph, and it was no itemization of the debt or anything like that. And then all of a sudden, bam! What you owe them fifty-seven grand? Yeah, fifty-eight now. Wow! Wow, Charlie! Wow! Did you guys hear that out there? I really hope you're listening, Patriots, because that's what's going on. All right. And that's, I, I've, I've been trying to get Charlie on here and he's very shy about speaking on, you know, recordings or videos, but you know, he sat down to do this audio with me and I really appreciate it. Do you want, do you want to add anything else, Charlie? Yeah, I got to add the fact that I won't have no money for a long time. If I got to pay that much money and ain't getting but a thousand dollars a month and now they're taking that. So I just won't have no money for a while. And there's and no the possible way for you to afford $20,000 for a septic system right right so where are you going to go if you get run off your property i really don't have no idea but i have to go somewhere but still it's wrong and and what can we do i mean I, we were just talking about it right we need people we need eyeballs on this situation we need bodies to like roll and like come here and go to hearings and trials and stuff like that and start supporting these people that are just trying to be left alone and and be free you know, I mean, don't you think we, that we need people to to come here and see what's going on? I mean, some... Yeah, but you need somebody that's actually really going to do something about this, whatever this is they're doing, because it ain't no point nobody have to live like this. I mean, this ain't no communist country, so we shouldn't have to be expected to be treated like communism. Man, yeah. and that's not... Uh, I totally did not coach that out of you, Charlie, you know, but that's my feelings, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's totally like full-blown communism right here where they're just rolling around and telling everybody what they got to do and, and how they got to do it and how high they got to go. And and we're not part of any county ordinances, okay, people? If you're out there and you're listening to this and you're living in, you know, a condominium complex, yeah, you you sign stuff in the, in the purchase agreement when you buy your condo, 
Okay, you've got to follow all these codes and all that other stuff. All right, we bought our land through private agreements. We're out on the flats here. We're not part of any of these county ordinances. So them coming out here to enforce this stuff, they have no right to do it. And then they're trespassing on people's property. They're using this administrative process to, to go and hand out this notice. They get Charlie to come down to the to the to the meeting. And it's just a meeting in a in a private room with no flag. So it's a completely fraudulent courtroom it's not a courtroom and then the hearing officer is the administrator at the public health office who works with these people all day long so i don't know how she can be uh impartial she can't be impartial because she works with these people all the time obviously there's no impartiality there um so there's all kinds of ridiculous crazy stuff and and this is already on the record that that order is unenforceable. Ricky Rodriguez on the stand said it was unenforceable, the cease and desist order. And they're using it on you right now. That's the thing that's just got me, you know. I mean, if you don't go to this hearing, then they're going to serve you with that cease and desist order, the same one that I got. And then what do you do with that? I would say nothing, right? They can't do anything about it. How can they do anything about it? They you they send you the cease and desist order. I wouldn't do it. Would you do it? There's no court stamp. You've already got it on record that Ricky Rodriguez says it's not enforceable. So I guess you just have this. I guess you just use it as toilet paper, right? Yeah, but the main thing is we need somebody that can uphold and enforce the constitutional laws that, that were written for us to live by instead of us having to hear what they put in new. That's the problem. We need somebody that can support the Constitution and stand up for the Constitution. And I didn't see anybody else doing that, and so that's why I decided to try to run for sheriff out here. So that's a major problem. I appreciate you listening. If you uh, if you heard the call, please get in contact seven one nine four nine six. 6107 and this has been a special report of the people power hour we'll see you next time with the lucky land slots you can get lucky just about anywhere this is your captain speaking uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky no no nothing like that it's just these cash prizes add up quick so i suggest you sit back keep your tray table upright and start getting lucky Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.